to the musician's journey and to this episode of the journey of cello playing in particular. What to play is the topic of this episode. Now that we have our intention in order, everything we need to get started, a cello teacher, and an idea of how to practice. I know it's a bit weird that I'm talking about this as if you already have a cello teacher, because why would you be here in that case? I'm just aiming to give you an impression of how the cellist journey might look like in the beginning. So, the common way to start is to acquire a teaching book. There are so many of them to choose from. Any of them will get you started. It's hard to go wrong. I'd say you can browse the internet and get the book that your gut feeling approves of. Any teaching book for a beginner cellist will have the same basic information and very similar first tunes based on open strings, advancing one new tone and one new rhythm at a time. I love it when a new student comes to me with a book that I have never seen before, and so far I have not seen a book that was better or worse than any other. One that I have is called Abracadabra, published by Collins Music, if you want a specific title to start your search with. As an adult, you might want to find a book that doesn't look too childish. And of course, you want to make sure the book is in a language that you understand. If you're interested in playing along with backing tracks, check if the book comes with a CD or a playlist on the internet. Also bear in mind the possible taxes that are added if you're ordering something from abroad. I say this from personal experience. I always prefer to use my local music shop instead of ordering online. But shops with sheet music have been rapidly disappearing for the last couple of decades because of the popularity of online stores. If there's a shop you can visit, you can compare the different books easily. And having a smaller selection to choose from isn't necessarily a bad thing. If you're lucky, you might even be living in a place where you can buy sheet music secondhand. I was lucky enough to experience a year or two of one of those before it also disappeared. (laughs) Getting your first book secondhand is not a bad idea because your very first teaching book isn't used for a very long time. It's not one of those collections of Bach suites that you will have your whole life. It really depends on how quickly you understand the basics. You will be using your first book for maybe a year, depending on the scope of the book. If you don't want more paper in your life, you can use an iPad and download sheet music onto that. If that's your preference, it's good to also have a pencil you can write on it, because during your lessons your teacher will help you with fingerings and bowings or other helpful scribblings. From a teaching book, you will learn how to play the cello with the help of sheet music. The book breaks it down so that you focus on one new aspect at a time. In the beginning, you'll be occupied with open strings in music notation, the first position, pizzicato, and simple tunes in C major and G major. But you can prove me wrong. If your first teaching book presents you with a tune in B flat minor, or playing in the fourth position, I'd love to know about it. Please send me an email and say which book that was. What will you not learn from a teaching book though? Maybe I can compare it to a cookbook. You can for sure make delicious meals using a cookbook, but if you cook under the guidance of a chef, your skills will be taken to the next level. Also with cello playing, a teaching book can help you get into playing pieces of music, but the book won't comment on how you use your bow, 
how you use your left hand or how you can play the exact same notes in many different ways. If you see the value of technical exercises, I would recommend getting a book by Louis Fouillard. F-E-U-I-L-L-A-R-D <laughs> who wrote several books on cello technique in a very structured way. His book called Daily Exercises starts with moving between two notes and then it takes you through the positions one by one. This book can be downloaded for free on imslp.org. IMSLP is short for International Music Score Library Project and is a site that collects scores that are no longer under copyright, which includes enormous amounts of classical music. When it comes to pieces to play, check in with yourself where your interest lies. After your first teaching book, which takes you through the very basics, maybe you want to start focusing on the music that appeals to you. You can find collections of well-known tunes of, of folk music, easy classical pieces, easy baroque pieces, klezmer music, a soundtrack from a movie, pop songs, and so on. I'd also like to add that you can include improvisation as a part of your practice. The simple glissando exercise I mentioned in the previous episode is an example of that. You have a long fingerboard there to play with, and a teaching book will normally just have you play in the first position for a really long time. In your improvisation, you can explore the whole fingerboard as slowly as you want to, just get a feel for how it's like to press down the strings anywhere. And if you let your fingers lightly touch the strings instead of pressing them down, you'll hear the harmonics. You can play around with different contact points for the bow. You can pluck the strings and play two strings at the same time. This has been the fifth episode of the Musician's Journey's Cello Special. My name is Ragnhild Wesenberg. Please see the show notes for a link to my website if you're curious about my online course. For 20% off, use the code HelloCello in one word at checkout. To find a structure around my projects, I'm a member of The Box, which is a small online community of people who work mainly on their own and enjoy the company of each other for a touch of accountability. If you're interested in this, go to theboxworkshop.com and get 30% off your first month with the code CELLO. Take care.